Thank you all for joining us. Thank you for joining us on the soup again. Yes. How you doing? We know it's been a minute. How your mama doing? Yeah. Your you mama staying off the TV? Don't watch TV right now. Yeah, don't watch TV right you now. You go on Twitter every once in a while periodically. You'll get all the news. That is exactly there. what I've been doing. See, it's been working out for the rest of us. You know, Take sanity is a thing that I'd like to maintain. I have a, a, a sticky note in my bathroom wall. It says, peace is always available. I got that from Absolutely. Uh, Stay at Valencia. I even put that on there. I've actually stayed at Valencia on Twitter. So That's thank you, up. Valencia. I, I like that. <laughs> peace is always available. Yes. It's always available to you, my friend. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> How you been doing? It's you been know, a minute. It's been a minute. You know, lots of things have happened in the last minute that I've not <laughs> been on here. In the last minute. In the last minute. In the last um, few seconds, even. Yes, the last few seconds. Um, uh, my life has keep it's keeps going in different ways, but I keep choosing peace and sanity over everything. So, um, found a job, liked the job, mm -hmm. left the job because mm -hmm. it was no longer benefiting me or fitting for me. So mm -hmm. I left. Um, so back to you know just working my part time, trying to get myself together and trying to find the proper job for me. Um, I'll be doing yes. I need I need wherever I go to bring me peace and not bring me stress and not oh bring me. Um, you know, uh, feeling like I can't function and feeling like my hands are tied to do the job that I was hired to do. Mm -mm. I don't want to feel that again. So, like you that. know, I'll, I'll take the time to look for the proper position, you know, got to, you know, tighten the purse strings a little bit, but you got to make it work how it work. And that's it. You know, got to work off out. And if we get our stimulus check. Not that we really waiting for it. Not, not I, nobody's <laughs> waiting for that. <laughs> if you want to send two thousand dollars to the rest of us, I need McConnell to get his hand looked at before he starts signing off on anything. Yo, his hand is black right now. Is like, black? yeah, is like, but he's not talking. That's exactly. Everybody's like, yo, is his hand dead? Like, is it like falling is off? He hold it to his chest, like. <laughs> you got gloves? No gloves. It's no just gloves. <laughs> It's just black, and he's not talking about it or admitting what's wrong with it. But, bro, black yeah, you got the black hand, my guy. black? Is that he's just showing his true colors? Listen, he got something wrong with him. I don't know if that's the, like, the demon coming out in his fingers, <laughs> but, like, Wait, it's black. Have you seen uh, Lovecraft Country? No, I've never watched when that show. When the girl show. starts changing, like, she gets a white skin, and then she starts peeling it off, like a, like a, like a what is that, like a, like a butterfly coming through. Mm -hmm. So it's like she starts shedding the white skin to get to her black skin. Uh -oh. Maybe that's him. Maybe he can't hide his black hand. Listen. Maybe he got you on the black hand side. On the black <laughs> <laughs> You stupid. She said on the black hand side, Lord. I can't. I can't take you Is nowhere. Is it his left or his right hand? It's a hand. I just see it on It's mine. a hand. It's, it's a hand. I don't know. I can't look right or left. left. I don't know. It's just black. I'm it looks look strange. Wait. Yeah, wait, don't wait for me to find it. Yes, just say McConnell black I'm hand. A, that's what I'm going to show you. Yes, McConnell black hand. Oh, you find what it. What Lord are we doing, Lord? What do we have? What is happening? <laughs> I did not know about this. That's not the first thing that comes up when you type in McConnell. His wife comes up or something. What happened to his wife? Who knows? Who knows? I don't even know what his wife looks like. The internet don't want me to find McConnell's hand, apparently. The black okay. hand. Look, 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 look. Super slow. McConnell black hand. Just look up Why images. Don't even. Don't McConnell's even like. hand appears discolored, purple. Look at, look at it. I told you. That it looks like he was um, no. kidnapped. You know what it is? And then it looked bruised. You know what? You know what it is? You remember that show V? That yes. 
that's that the reptile the reptilian yeah, hand coming it's out. Coming out because he looks yeah. He's pur- his lips are purple too. He got yeah, beat up. There's something is wrong with that man. I'm trying to tell you. We don't, we don't talk about Fight Club. That's what. Right. <laughs> <laughs> It's a Fight Club hand. It's a Fight Club hand. That's his right hand too. Listen, on the right hand that's side. That, rep, that, that reptilian coming out, man. Yo, his lips are purple too. Yo, I'm trying to tell you, there's something wrong with that man. Strange. I mean, he already looked like. I need him to sign that check with that right hand before you know what I'm saying. Sign it extra so that it said four thousand instead of two thousand, and then we'd be we'd be alright. That's crazy. He, they still ain't talking. They t- still ain't talking good money because two thousand doesn't do hardly anything. For and a he lot had of bandages on it too. Yeah, he. It looks a mess. I'm trying to tell you. Homeboy, is his his lips are purple. He's well, dying. Right you know? now, the day that we're recording this, the government still doesn't know who the president is. They don't know who's the um, president. All of the ballots have not been counted. Absentee ballots apparently are counted last, which I was not aware of. I Absentee and mail-in um, ballots are counted last. Are counted last. And my question in on Twitter today was: This is a real question. Mm-hmm. I want to know why when they came in, they just didn't count them as they came in. That's what I said, but and they didn't have to tell anyone. But I guess Crazy. they couldn't. I guess people they don't trust people enough to we do We should that. just stop the count now like Trump wants everybody to do. Because last well, night. half of his supporters wants him to do it, and half of his other supporters are like, stop the count. The other one's like, count every vote. Y'all got to pick a struggle. Yo, Jamel Hill posted that. Pick a struggle. Which one do y'all want? They don't know. They don't know. They've been led by the puppet master. The puppet master not leading them right now. They don't know what right. to do with themselves. You know what's crazy? I was watching three news channels last night trying to see who had the numbers. CNN had two-something, 254. Mm-hmm. Fox had the 260 number, which I thought was interesting. I thought that maybe they would lie about the numbers to make their make their viewers feel better, but they actually had the proper number last night. Mm-hmm. He's losing, so which I'm is why NPR. he's filing frivolous lawsuits to try it's to get. It's too late. He's trying to get his people in the buildings to count votes or review the vote count to make sure that 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 mm-hmm. they're not swaying the vote to Biden. Here's here's my thing. Oh, You're a sore loser right protest. now. You are losing. Right He's a now, horrible loser, and you are a poor loser. Your kids are online telling people that you won certain states, and it's not true. Mm-mm. Your kids are online touting that people are are you know skewing the fraud. vote and voter fraud and they all got these things. This thing that they can come in and watch the count. We need yes. to watch the count. Put a camera in there. You don't need to be there. You don't got to be there. Put the a camera, camera in and call it a day. Right? They got. Uh, they have other crazy. people in the room that are assisting with the count. But you want your specific people in there? That sounds very that you know, sounds strange very to me. That sounds very underhand. That's like you're gonna take some 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 back. Right. So yeah. So we're not dating no fuck boys no more. No. That's what we're not. Well, doing. I'm not dating because I'm married. But well, it's we, as my, me, myself, and I, the committee of the us committee of J. Here, committee of J. That's funny. I was um I followed this girl on Twitter and she was like, "What do you call yourself when you talk to yourself?" And for like a whole day. I could never hear what I call myself. And I was like, this bitch talk about, she don't want to give me no answers. <laughs> talk about me, myself, and I don't have the answer to you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I realized sometimes it's a girl. I call myself Jay often. Um, if I'm in trouble, it's Jamila J. Williams. <laughs> it's your whole name. Uh, that's it. I just call myself Tasha. That's it. I've always like I, when you I talk to Tasha? myself, I say Tasha, get it together. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like I'll talk like that. Catch yourself and act. Right. Like <laughs> Tasha, stop it. Stop it, Tasha. Like you know, I'll do that, but like not out loud. But like no, no, no. Sometimes I say out loud if it's like I drive something, or I say your mama. <laughs> <laughs> but I say my mama in front of my mother too. She be like, "What? I'm right here. Uh, what I do? What?" <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing is saying your mama to my sister and brother in front of my mother. She looks confused every every time we do it. She was like, I'm right here. You talking about me right in front of my face? 
like, yep. we'll, like me and my sister, like my brother, we'll call each other and be like, let me tell you what your mother said. Oh, of course. We all do that. <laughs> Just and one time we did it in front of her. I was like, did you hear your mother? And they were like, no, that's your mother. No, no, no. That's your mother today. Like, what are you talking about? Like, no, 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 no. That's your mother. It's always like, that's your dad. And my mother looking at us like this. Yeah, she just looked back and forth. Looking back like, and forth, really like, y'all really here? know, like, I'm really sitting right here. We, do, we give no fucks if you're sitting <laughs> here. I don't Let care. Let me tell you about that. <laughs> Get out of here, Mom. Like, you, this is did you hear what you said? This is conversation. You right. can see your way. <laughs> you are privy to this conversation right now. We didn't invite you. You just happen to be here. You just happen to be in the room. I'm sorry. This, this is how we talk about you when you're not here. All the time. <laughs> and she was like, good to know. Good, good to, know. to know. That's right. Exactly. Know. know your role. Get out of here. Oh, my God. We went apple picking the other day, and these this couple was there they looked like they were for a, there for a fashion show mind you we were on a mountain it was dirty they were strictly up a mountain and my, so my mom was like what are they what are they doing i was like they came to stunt on you hoes and she right. just looked at me <laughs> <laughs> there is such privilege in being able to curse in front of your mother and it, it's still no 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 i made sure i was a few feet away from her <laughs> Now, I have slipped up and cursed, and Denise goes, <coughs> Natasha, yes, Mom, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Once, once, I only I, I've never said the F word in front of my mother. Never. I think I have. But The I was only like one really that I've mad. ever said is shit, and my mom always goes, Natasha, uh, yes, Mom, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean. She's like, I know you're upset, but please, your language. Yes, Mother, I'm so sorry. Did you ask for F-pass? Never. Listen, listen, I wish. But I've never, because I know my mother, she'll, if. If listen, if my mother gets mad <laughs> when she thinks I'm being rude to like another adult, I'm like, Mom, I will be forty. Like, what are we talking about right now? She was like, You were rude. Mom, are you serious? <laughs> Let me tell you, when uh Trump got COVID and I was like, Yo, I don't know how to say this, but I just need this, you know, I'm I'm not really hoping that he gets any better. My mom was like, You be careful what you say about people and karma. Yes. <laughs> and yes. I was like, But mom I told my kids <laughs> to chill on it too. My my, my kids was laughing. I was like, I, I, Cause it could happen to anybody. Don't do that. Cause you don't true. want that. You don't want that but energy. Him especially. Him especially. Yes. You know, it's one of those things. We just weren't rooting for his home team. No, <laughs> not at all. I was like, yeah, but mom, you know what he's done. And doesn't matter. You can't talk crazy about crazy. <laughs> well, I didn't okay. Talk crazy about the crazy, but I didn't. I definitely felt the way. Right. I was not praying for his speedy recovery just <laughs> so we know <laughs> right and and neither did ava ava was like meh eh. the, the people went off on her and i didn't quite understand i thought it was i was like people are extra like for no reason like she said what she said and she meant it and the thing about yeah. this i agree with what she said but at the same time i'm like I don't that know. illness should have given him compassion what it did was embolden him more which was like the opposite which was effect. weird that is I'm not like, what I thought was going to happen. But then at the same time, I still didn't believe that he had it anyway. But, you know, I don't know that's neither he here nor there. I think a lot of people in his ca- his office have it. So mm-hmm. if he didn't have it before, they got it now. Absolutely. They would be. I wonder if they're going to throw a party. They're going to have a celebration party when he leaves. What will happen? I don't know. Who knows? I want to know. I want to know if there's some kind of, like, secret service uh Inside the house, Ding Dong the Witch is Dead dance they're gonna do. Who knows? <laughs> I just want him to leave. Anyway, let's stop talking about politics. You know, I hate talking about politics. That's not my thing. No, it's not really mine either. I hate it. This is about as much as you'll get yep. for the next four years from us. 
I don't care who wins. I, as, lo- as long as they do what they said they were going to do, I don't care who wins. Well, you know, one of them is not going to do what they I, said actually, they I can't say that. Do. I, don't, I, said, I, don't care, I can't say I don't care who wins. You know. I care who wins. You but, care. But at the same time, I can't do anything but vote my conscience. Right. And to, you know, call out the fuckery when I see it. Mm-hmm. But that's all I can do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can't do much else outside of that. Yeah. So that's what I will do. But you know what I'm saying? I, I just I hate talking about policies. I really do. That's one you of the subjects I avoid talking about with everybody. I don't like I usually about it. don't except for my brother. My brother is really into politics and he's probably in my family, like my immediate family. I, outside of that, I don't usually talk about politics with most yeah, people. Yeah, I avoid the conversation politics because and religion. We fi- yes, those are the two subjects that I do not we like to talk about with with people it. because it, it always you always find out things about people that changes the relationship you have with them when you delve into those conversations oh deeply yeah. and you delve into those conversations honestly, you find out that the people who you thought who you thought they were is not who they are Mm-mm. and the things that you felt connected to them with are not things that truly connect you. Mm-mm. So those conversations usually end relationships, which is why I don't talk about them, period. Makes sense. So Makes I, sense I skip me. around that. Skip around. That's what I do, because <laughs> I don't I don't have energy. <laughs> I really don't. Um, what I was about to say. Um, I think we can go on to what our topic is for the day. What's the topic, Tasha? Um, I think uh, we've kind of touched on it before, but I think I wanted to talk about it in a little bit okay. deeper in depth, a little bit more. In regards to you know finding your space, your lane in your space, what and, is your lane? and learning what that is for you, um, and living in your truth and your purpose, because okay. um, I, it, because of the struggle that I had with you know employment this year, I have you know had you know conversations with myself and conversations with others in regards to finding you know how to live your passion and your truth in you know all aspects and areas of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, being that I work in, you know, the mental health, um, social services type fields, it's, it's hard for you to do the ethical thing, um, because there's so much money involved that people forget, you know, the ethics, um, and they forget their purpose in working for the least of these. Mm. And I'm a person that, you know, I hold that dear in what I do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've been to two agencies this year where money trumped the actual people that they were serving. Mm. And I cannot. I cannot. Cannot. And I refuse to, I should say. Um, I I just know for me, finding that space that allows me to be me wholly mm-hmm. and, you know, be me, you know, morally, fundamentally, all of those things, I've not found that space. And, you know, I'm in a, a situation where I'm having to figure out how to create that space mm-hmm. and or find um, like-minded or like-purposed people. Um, like-minded is the wrong one. Like-purposed is, I like that better. Yeah. Um, that we share the same passions and purpose for serving people. Okay. Um, that, you know, I think people have a tendency to kind of go with what feels good in the moment, but not necessarily realizing that that, that feel-good moment only last for a little bit and then you start to see you know all the chinks in the armor and you start to see you know all the holes and deficits that you didn't see initially Mm -hmm. and then you have to start making decisions of you know is this something where my purpose is being fulfilled or is my purpose being pushed down and pushed aside and I don't want to feel that anymore so you know trying to figure out you know, my lane and my way Mm -hmm. and just reading about, you know, truly finding purpose and truly finding your lane and truly, you know, sticking to that place 
um, when things get a little bit, you know, hazy and you don't understand or things get a little bit, you know, they go outside of what your standards are. Like, how do you maintain yourself in that space? So what do you think your lane is? My lane is I've always been a person of service. I know that my passion and my purpose is to serve mm -hmm. people. I'm a people. That's what I that's all I know. Okay. Is 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 serving, right? Um, and helping people build themselves up to places within themselves that they didn't know were there, meeting their potential, like allowing them to see their potential, mm -hmm. meet their potential, mm -hmm. and then actually move into into that, Super right? And then you know move into that potential, and then learning ways to you know grow that potential and you know set new boundaries and standards for themselves th with that in mind. Okay. Um, so that has always been my passion. That is, you know, what I went to school for. Mm -hmm. um, uh, th the the term I like, I don't like therapy. I hate that term. I What's don't like term, then? soul helper. Oh, I like that. So that was a term that I learned, you know, a, a years ago. And I was like, I, I like that term. Soul curator. That guy. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah. I mean, my job's a little different. Yes. But it's still a job of service. Yes, absolutely. I just don't, you know, we were talking about this earlier, and, like, my mom told me when I was younger that I had the gift of healing, and I was very resistant to that. And then she took me to a few places where I could meet other healers. And I was like, nah, dog, I'm good. Like, we don't need any of that. That's too much responsibility. But now that we're both getting older, I think we're both um, getting to a place where we're accepting the fact that this is something that we have and that it's a part of who we are. Um, so it's just a gradual learning. Like we both have talked about how we've had experiences where strangers, pure strangers, will come up to us and just pour their lives yes. out. Yes. And then they leave. You could be in the grocery store, you could be minding your business, doing whatever, with the, with or without your family. Strangers come and talk to us and just leave. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what am I supposed to be doing all of this stuff? <laughs> <It's> like, mm -hmm. <laughs> so. I think uh, for a long time, even uh, even as a kid, strangers would do that to me. So it's like for a long time, I rejected it and I was frustrated with it and didn't understand it. And I think I'm finally starting to understand um, what that is and why. I still don't quite understand why people see whatever it is because I think I have a good wall up, but apparently it's not good enough. <laughs> no, and, and like and like we were talking about, like for me, you and I have both had, you know, lives that have uh, – uh, gravitated around each other mm -hmm. um, so strange so very strange um but i think i've had the experience of you know when i was little people used to stare at me all the time and yes. i could never figure out why they, they still were do that and yeah even now like i find people staring at me and i'm like you what is it that her? you see that, that apparently somewhere <laughs> um because like uh, uh, people do it to me all the time and like i work in retail as my part-time job and People literally will tell me their life stories and have literally just time. just met me. I introduce myself. Do you need help? And they've poured out their hearts to me in the next 15 minutes. And I'm All like, I want to know why you felt like you could do that right now. And, you know, my mom has always said, you know, you have that yes. thing <laughs> that people see <laughs> and they just automatically know that you you are a person of service. They recognize that heart in you, they mm -hmm. recognize that thing in you, whether or not it's something that is visible to them, if it's energy, whatever it is, they feel it, they know that you are a safe place. Can you keep it to yourself, come, though? Why you gotta come over here? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I could be having a hard day. Right. You gonna dump your stuff on me? And, and people do it to me all the time, and they do it to yeah. you all the time, and then we go, 
Now what am I supposed to do with it? What am I supposed to do? And and I had to learn, you know, um, because I felt things so deeply, um, because I could feel energies like in a room and mm-hmm. I could feel other people's emotions and all mm-hmm. those things. I've always learned that, you know, when I come home, that stuff has to like not come home with me. Yeah. Um, and I've learned how to not carry other people's bags um, and to like lay it down. That. And this is why, like, when I get home, I sit in the car for 10 to 15 minutes. I do, too. Before I go inside. Because I live alone I and I still do that. Yeah. <laughs> and because I want to lay down the day in the sense. car. I never knew Process why through I whatever I need that. to process through. So that when I go inside my house, I'm not carrying the bags for the day. Yeah. Because I want my, my peace in my house. Yeah. And so that's something that I, that I my kids think it's weird because they always come outside and, like, tap on the window. Are you good? Do you need to come inside? Are you straight? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm, I'm good. Don't worry about me, kid. I got it. You know? <laughs> um, but, like, my You just need a moment. But I do that. I, I Even after doing that, when I, even when I come in home, I have, like, certain things I do. Like, I light some incense. I take off my work clothes. I throw everything in the washing machine. Mm-hmm. I walk around for a moment. And, like, I still don't do anything that I really need to do. Like, I take a moment. I call it defragging. I don't know. I'm such a nerd. Right? So, <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's like shaking off whatever the day is. I don't think I even talk to anybody. Sometimes now, I'll just sit in my room, like, on and I'll go through all my social media stuff because I haven't been on it all day. If I've been at work all day, I can't really use it. So, I'll just, like, mindlessly do that. I should read. Maybe I should do something more productive. Yeah. I need, I need a get-home ritual. I need to work on that. Like, when I get home, like, I do my mm. 15 minutes in the car, 10 to 15 minutes in the car. Mm-hmm. I'll come inside. I'll change my clothes. I usually like sit still for a minute. Yeah, I'll sit in the couch. I won't talk. Yeah, me neither. Uh, my kids find that strange, but I don't talk. And then I, moment. I give myself, I used to lock myself in the bathroom. I've been doing that and I live alone. <laughs> <laughs> I lock myself in the bathroom. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do if I ever like, meet somebody. I don't know how I'm going to explain that I've been gone for an hour. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to stop. I kind of like this moment. It's like, right. Hey. Then I come out, I'm like, hey, should I work out? I'm making dinner. Right. Like, right. That's the thing. I need what a time minute. Is, am I watching TV? Like, I and, and the thing is, sometimes <laughs> what I'll do is I'll do everything I need to do in the house first, mm-hmm. then go take my minute. And I then I'll go, I'll go in my room, and sometimes like I am, I'll go in like my closet. You've been, have you seen my closet in my room? I've seen the door to your closet. Yes. So it's big, though. Yes. I go in there and I close the door. <laughs> That's and smart. I'll just sit there. Well, it's like it's like, like quiet and just cushions. I just, yeah, I just want to yeah. like relax a little bit, bring myself Soundproofed. down. Soundproofed. Yeah, I just like I I like that because I just need that moment. I understand that. I so understand for me, that. like that's something that's really important to like take time to think, and then sometimes like or I'll call and like kind of um, decompress. Mm-hmm. Like I'll call my cousin and decompress with her. I like because she's she's a massage therapist as well, but mm-hmm. she's also. She's one of those people who, when she speaks, she's so calm and so everything <laughs> all the time. And so, like, I'll call her sometimes and, like, decompress with her. Um, not necessarily talking about my day, per se. Mm-hmm. Just, just talking talk and, in. like, bringing my energy level down a little bit and, you know, bringing in po- more positive things. And sometimes I'll, like, listen to, like, in the morning especially, like, I don't listen to, like, loud music. Mm-hmm. I listen to, like... Gospel music, if it's not gospel, it's jazz. Those are, like, my two areas that I go into in the morning. I like that. I do that. And then that kind of brings me into, like, the energy of the day. It's kind of calming. It's easy. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I'll, like, my music is kind of calming all day. I really don't listen to a lot of, like, bassy kind of music during Mm -hmm. the day because because what I do for a living is so... Much so energy much. and so much noise in general that yeah, I too just much can't. man, too much. Um, 
the weekends, that's probably about the loudest you'll ever hear me play my music. Really? But like when I when I'm coming home, what I'll do is I'll usually put on like jazz. Mm-hmm. I'll usually put on like some like light R and B. Sometimes I drive in silence on the way home. I do that as well. Um, or I play a podcast. Um, podcast is what I usually do. Like when I'm cooking, I listen mm-hmm. to podcasts, things like smart, that. Smart, smart, smart. So that I'm not. And then, like, the last couple weeks, I haven't been watching TV on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Like, probably the last, like, two, three weeks, I haven't really watched TV. Um, I'll watch something on Hulu here and there, something yeah. on Netflix here and there. But, like, I don't really watch a lot of anything. Um, mm-hmm. And I've been, you know, kind of calm, calmer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my 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 mind was making decisions that hadn't informed the rest of the, my brain. Oh, Okay. Like my my subconscious was making decisions, and like now the decisions are like I'm starting to see the effects of uh, needing that kind of you know uh, energy break. Yeah. Um. So that has been good for me. Mm-hmm. Um. But I think I'm also trying to formulate in my mind like how my passion and purpose can meet what I do for a living. Gotcha. And um, I've been reading some um literature on like leadership on you know, purpose and trying to find, like, where you fit. And mm-hmm. um, one of the things that I was looking at was um, a term called ikigai. Ikigai. Ikigai is a Japanese term, um, which loosely translates to uh, a reason to live. Hmm, I think I've heard of that. Um, I've heard of that. And words. Basically they mean things. It, yes, words <laughs> mean things. Um, and basically what it is is, like, it's like a diagram that you can – the concept you put into a diagram mm-hmm. where you have the four corners of your life and how they overlap mm-hmm. and how having them overlap in specific ways allows you to find your purpose and live in that purpose. Mm. And so the areas that you have to put into the diagram to make it make sense is I have heard of that. Um, what you love, mm-hmm. um, what the world needs, mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. what you can get paid for, and what you're good at. And mm. You overlap those things and see where the overlaps are for those things. Mm-hmm. And in that space is where you find your purpose. Mm. Um, and so that's a concept that I've been researching. And I've been doing a lot of reading, listening to podcasts about purpose. And they all kind of and p- podcasts about leadership and mm-hmm. things like that. Because, you know, in the role that I'm in or level that I'm in in my job is mid-level management. Yeah. And so, you know, I know how to lead a team. Mm-hmm. I, I know what I'm supposed to do. But... I wanted to make sure that I knew how to do that. And Mm -hmm. even with the position that I didn't even stay at long, I led the team in such a way that they are upset that I'm not there anymore. I'll say it that way. Because I came in. They're trying to find my lane. Yeah, it was your lane. I found my my niche and my lane with that team. And we started going into this really positive direction and Mm -hmm. really started doing, like, really good work. And people were really starting to step up and things like that. All the things that I knew how to do and I brushed up on in between getting the job and then now to not, you know, I hope that, you know, what I did instill allows them to move into their purpose and mm-hmm. their thing. And I, you know, had them reading books on purpose, books on, you know, building teams and, you know, being a team member and all these kind of things. Because I think when you lead people, you yourself need to be secure in what your purpose is exactly. in order to lead people to their purpose. Otherwise, how are you leading them? Right. Because I can't lead you into something that I don't know exactly. or I've never experienced. Exactly. So for me, like, going into those things to trying to get them to, you know, find their niche and their lanes, mm-hmm. um, I think it helped me to find or solidify certain things about my own that mm-hmm. I would not have been able to outside of that. So what you're saying is this experience has helped you to define your lane change. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. This experience. This is a lesson. Mm-hmm. This, this, this refining. Yes, it was a refining place. It also showed me that I do know what I'm doing when oh, it comes to yeah. leading teams. Um, I do know how to lead. I and do the know how who to work with you. Respect you. Yes, yes. Just that people who are sloppy feel threatened by you. This is yeah. Here you go again, girl. Just mm-hmm. go. Just scaring the people. Scaring the people. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Um, but now you definitely know. You're like you're like in the Mack truck right now. Mm-hmm. And they are the little car, the little what is a little two door car, a little <laughs> smart car. I'm like, how do you even get your groceries in it? That's them. Right. <laughs> I think from I think finding that purpose, finding that lane, and and being confident in that lane did help me in this job. And mm-hmm. I know that wherever I go to next that I'll still continue to be confident in that. Are you confident um, in your ability or uh, are you more confident in your direction? Both. Both. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I'm equally confident in both. Were you, was there any doubt before this that you yes. could do that? Okay. There was doubt only because um the position that I was in prior they would not allow me to get into that mid-management, even though they promised it a bunch of times. They kept not giving it to mm-hmm. me. And I kept, like, second-guessing myself. Is there something that they're not seeing? Is there something that they're not, you know, allowing me to do? What's wrong with me? Um, right. And that's what made me say, you know what, it's, it may not necessarily be me. It ain't you, girl. And so, <laughs> right. It, it may not necessarily be me, <laughs> but it could be you. something that I'm doing that I'm not recognizing. Mm-hmm. And so I took steps back months before I even left that job. And I went to therapy. And I started reading, you know, leadership books. I started reading things on, you know, purpose. Started reading things on, you know, building relationship with yourself and things like that to kind of show me, like, give me insight as to, you know, something that I may have been looking over mm-hmm. or something that someone was seeing that they weren't confident in me enough about. But what I have discovered even through therapy is that I actually knew all along what to do. I've known all along. Mm. Um but it was other people not trusting me and not trusting what I offered. And that caused doubt um, for yourself. And that caused me to doubt myself. Um, But it wasn't, right, and it wasn't that they necessarily didn't trust me. It was more like they didn't know if they trust me, would it make them have to change their level? So you're a threat. That's the word that my therapist used. (laughs) Ah, man, um, going to therapy. My, what, my what ther- we call it soul what? Soul, soul helper. Yeah, soul, soul helping. <laughs> um, my, my therapist basically said, no, you are a threat. And she was you like, and threat. they don't like it. I told you. And I and, and the thing about I've, I've known that and I've been told that before. Because you coming in being a catalyst for change. They don't like they don't want change. I they like to stay in this lane. And sometimes you can't stay in this lane because the traffic is backed up. And right. you got to switch lanes. You can't be here. Otherwise, you're going to cause more confusion for the people. Right. And which is why I'm okay to walk away from situations where... I recognize that I'm causing more problems for people that the problem is not about. Yeah. And so that's the reason why my last job, not the one that I just left, the one before that this year, that I knew that me staying there was not going to be good for me or anyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, when I was leaving, they that's when everybody came clamoring. Oh, what do we can we do? How can we help? We can fix this. We can do this. We can do all these things for you. And I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Um, I feel like they were inhibiting your progress. They were. So it's like, is that really your lane or is leaving what you need to do mm-hmm. to be able to access the things Where I'm that supposed you, to be? you're supposed to be? Mm-hmm. Right. And I think this most recent job, I have I've recognized that that's what it was. This was for me to see something. Yeah, definitely. To reveal something. And to you got me. it quick. Time yeah. to go. I got, I got it quick. <laughs> Time and to I, go. And I, and I was out. <laughs> 
not the way that I wanted it to go, not the way that I planned for it to go, Mm -mm. but it revealed a lot of things about me and it revealed a lot of things about other people that made me say, okay, no, you are on the right track. This was just the wrong fit. Yeah, yeah. I definitely feel like you're on the right track. Mm -hmm. Definitely a bad fit. It was a bad fit, and it's okay. It happens. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily a bad fit or more than it's a refining refining process. Yeah. So this definitely gave you the opportunity to see that you could do the things that you knew that you had been learning and Mm -hmm. had been harbored from doing. So now it's a a good place to now find a place that will allow you to do that and flourish. Yes. What books did you think were good for, like, knowing yourself and personal growth? Um, I have read a lot of Brene Brown books. Mm-hmm. I'm very the most. um all of them. Yes. <laughs> so right. Darren Greatly is a book I read every year. Really? Um, since it's come out, is it on Audible? It has to be. It on is Audible. on Audible. Yeah, Actually, it's, it's on, on Audible. Is it in my library account? Yes. Now? Um, Darren Greatly is one that I read a lot. Okay. Um, I read it every year. Um, because I. Confidence is a thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and not that I've ever waned or not felt confident enough to do something. It's right. more like a the second guessing myself after I put myself out there. Okay. Um, it's not necessarily doubt. It's like, are you sure? Mm. Are, you, are you really sure? Are you really, really sure? Are you, I guess that fear? would be doubt. It's it's not, I don't think it's doubt. More is it a fear. Like once I take this step, that means I can't do this anymore and I'll be pushed even further. You know? I guess. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a little bit of fear. It might be fear. Um, but Darren Greatly is one that I read. Um, and then there's one called I Thought It Was Just Me, But It Isn't. That's another Brene Brown book. I thought it was just me, but it isn't. Oh, yeah. I need to read that. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was me. <laughs> I thought it was me. Um, and that one is about shame and um, carrying shame and carrying it into different areas and aspects of your life mm-hmm. that um, it – how to courageously go into your purpose and go into your lane. Mm. Um, so that was a book that the first time I read it, like when I put it down, I literally had to like take a couple of days to like process what I had just read. Mm. And cause I read it, I think in like two or three days and like I processed through it. It took me like, yeah, like a couple of days after like process through what I read. Yeah. And then a couple months later, like, I told myself, I'm going to read a chapter a month and, like, process that chapter oh, for the month so that I can recognize and take it in and start to make the adjustments. And, you know, I've done that. So I thought it was me? I thought it was me. I'm always going to hear that song every time. Every time. <laughs> it's not. I thought it was library. just me. Look. I thought it was just me. I thought it was just me. That's an older book? Yeah. This book came out. What year was this? A morning show. 2007. Oh, okay. But it's after, I mean, before Daring Greatly. Yes. I thought it was just me. I'm looking for it in my Kindle app as we. And Daring Greatly is my. That's the one I read every year. I I read it every year. Just Uh. like the two books I read every year are Daring Greatly and Heal Thyself. (laughs) Those are the two books I read every year. Heal Thyself. That's uh, Queen of Fua. I don't know where my book is. Me neither. I've lost the book. Several times I, I buy it every year and then I end up giving it away to someone. I used to or have two. Yeah. I, I've or I had one in the car and I don't know where it is now. I so I have to buy it again so I can start reading two. it in January. I don't even see it. Is it heal thyself or the sacred woman? Heal thyself. Heal heal thyself. Heal thyself is Queen of Four. Is it? It's not showing up. Mm-hmm. The internet is a lot. Heal alive. thyself and that one I read every year. 
I have to buy another oh, one yeah. because I think I, I gave it away. I had two of both of these. I don't know where this book is. I feel away. I definitely have had all of these books. I don't know if people come to my house and they just borrow them. Like, I want to see this book and they just don't bring it back. Probably. Never again. I'm about to be selfish, selfish. <laughs> selfish, selfish. Yeah, I'm like, nah. Like, you can't borrow my books. You buy your own, man. Yeah. But, you know, you don't bring those are the two back. books that I, I read to try to get my mind together. Um, and, you know, reading about, like, leadership and things like that. Um, the book that I read this year, twice, is... Twice. Yeah, is. Twice. The year is not over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I read it twice this year. Um, and I have it on audiobook mm-hmm. as well. Is, um The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about that before. Um, yeah, that, I talked about that one before. I have that in my um, And I've also read... Um, What's the other one? Um, the 17 Laws of Leadership. 17 Laws of Leadership. Mm-hmm. I read that one. Um, that is by uh, John C. Maxwell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I read that. I've read um, the, s- the 17 Indisputable Laws of Teamwork. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've read that, and I have the workbook for that as well. Um, I also read Principles by Ray Diallo. Ray Diallo. Um, that was really good. But you didn't read the um, Alchemist again for the no, 15th time? No, no. cringe. I'm about to put on the list of books people who, like, who I can't talk to. If you told me that was a book yep, you got to read every year. Nah, bro. Nah, I'm like, mm. nah, Like, bro. if you read that and uh, what is it, the laws. Of 48 the Laws of Power. Nah, well, if you had told me. I, I keep telling I people, rich do dad not quote 48, uh, 48 Laws of Power to me. Do not ever quote that book to me. I have never I read have that read, book. I have read the book. Mm-mm, I didn't need to read it. I've read the book more I read than once. the, you know, you just read the chapter headlines. Yes. And I came back to it like six years later, and I was like, oh, I know all of these. I've never even read the chapters. Right. I've, I've read it. I've read I'm it. that good. I've read, I've read it. I've read, I think I've read like at least two or three of the books in this I series. I wanted to read The Art of Seduction. I have it on um, some book somewhere. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. You don't need it. I also feel like people who say that, you know how many books Paulo Coelho has, re- has written? Over 40 of it, I bet. He has a book come out almost once or twice a year. No girl. There's a book called Eleven Minutes that is like the f- what I consider the female version of The Alchemist. So if any <laughs> woman tells me their favorite book is The Alchemist, I can guarantee you've never read Eleven Minutes. And most of them haven't. Whenever I bring it up, I'm like, girl, have you read Eleven Minutes? Nope, not at all. And I was like, I think you should read it. I think you should read it. Before you tell me The Alchemist is your favorite book, you should go out and read Eleven Minutes by Paulo Coelho. Before you think the Alchemist is your favorite book. Right. Because actually all of his books are very spiritual, like guidebooks. Every last one of them. You should probably read one of them a year. He has almost 30 or 40 of them. I guarantee you that he has another book that would probably touch you just as much. And it's a disservice to yourself to only read one book from an author who has over 40. You can get the 10 best books by Paulo Coelho. You must read. And that is 11 minutes. It's actually the fourth book on that list. You got to read it. But every one of his books is that deep. How you get stuck on one book? The biggest people, because people. That's they, a new they, Bible? Like, come yeah, on. Because so many people have read it and they've put so much credence into it yeah. that people don't. They don't um, even try. Right. They don't even try. You got to try. Right. I hate you people. Anyway, 
But no, I'm gonna I'm 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 a, I'm a gonna read these books that you recommended. <laughs> I'm gonna start with Brene Brown. I'm gonna do that. I think I'm gonna do um, also subsequently, consequently, at the same time. There's a word I can't get to right now. It's right out of my reach. I'm gonna do it on audiobook too. I think that'll be good. I don't know. I have no commentary on my lane. I feel like mine is mostly personal at this time, and I am just staying to myself, and I am completely okay with winter coming so I can go back into hibernation. I don't really want to deal with y'all yet. I'm not ready for it. I'm not ready for any of it, and um, I'm completely okay with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like I am definitely defining, like, every day I think my intention that I set for myself is to be more in tune with my intuition. And the problem with that is now that my discernment and my intuition are stronger, I really don't have the uh, inclination to be around too many people who I can tell immediately are fake as fuck. So I'm sorry if I haven't seen you or talked to you lately, but I really can't. I can't stomach being around too many fake people (laughs) lately. Right. (laughs) It just, you know, and I've seen a lot of it. The, you know, there's too many people out here who, and I was, t- I was talking to Tony earlier, I was like, I feel like the friendships I've made in Virginia are very disingenuous, and people just don't know, and I've, a lot of them are with church kids. <laughs> um, I don't know quite yet what the connection is, but church kids and PKs um, don't know how to be real people, No. and I have stepped outside of that, and I also have gotten more in tune with myself, so it makes it harder to align with these people. We don't, we rub and it's bad friction. Right. Um, and so I've stuck to the people who matter and who care and who have been there for me. And quarantine's been great for that because I don't have to be around you leeches. Um, but I also don't have to constantly guard myself against people who don't mean me any well and also don't know how to do that for themselves. True. Yeah. But I've, I've also noticed, like, a lot of people have said, oh, you know, this quarantine has allowed people to, like, recognize their purpose and recognize their things and, you know, come into their own and all these things. But it, it made also you sit down. It made you sit down <laughs> and also start to evaluate yourself and evaluate the relationships that you're in. Yeah. Um, I, you know me well enough to know that I'm a person that you move funny one time, I'm good. Oh, um, I I've been giving do y'all chances. Don't think I don't I'm mean yet. I've been giving y'all chances. Yeah, I like, should be gone. I was like, you know what, Dasha? She's like, nah, nah, I don't like that. She moves funny. Well, all right, I'm, I'm done. out of here. I'm and later done. on, you're like, you going to do that? She gave me those raised eyebrows. And I was like, I'm going to give her a chance. She's like, okay, girl, I'll see you later. <laughs> and later on, she was like, I told you I didn't like it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, girl, you were right. You were yeah. right. Yeah. I, and I don't, I don't want to be right. I just know that. I'm trying to give y'all the benefit of the doubt. Y'all don't deserve <laughs> right benefits. For me, I, I just need you. I, all I have to do is see you move move funny one time, Mm-mm, and now I second guess. And now I second guess like all your movements Everything. from that point on. That's how you on. do one thing. Is how you do many things. I exactly. can't say that's how you do all things, but, but that's this how, how you many do things, many things. This is how you carry many of the things that you and are. You ain't involved gonna carry with. me like that. Right, right. I'm not the one Mm-mm. or the two. So just Mm-mm. know. Three or the four. And and my I just need to see. People, I want people to move in a way that one people recognize the 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 authenticity of you mm-hmm. and recognize the purpose in you. Mm-hmm. I I attempt to move that way in my life, and I think most people who know me know me. Yeah, know me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And there's a lot of people I've been around for years that don't truly know me. Yeah, but they know a lot about me, but you. they don't know me. And so that's something that I've recognized with a lot of people um, that think they know me, that I know that I realize that they actually don't. And Mm -hmm. that's one thing I have recognized in this whole pandemic is that people 
don't know me. And a lot of it is me protecting myself from them. And that's fine. And I, the one thing I'm going to always do is protect me. As well as you should. And I don't care what you got going on. I personally will always protect myself first. Yes. And so um, I have recognized that a lot of the ways that I move is to protect myself from other people because I've seen them move funny with other people. That new funny style. Um, y'all move that funny style. I'm not with it. That's I not my thing. I don't condone that funny style. But if that's your thing, do your thing. But just don't do it around just me. Just don't do it around me. And don't think um, I can't see you. Right. And that's the thing. It's like. <laughs> A lot of people are recognizing that I can see, you know, their their fuckery, and I'm not really not for that. And so, you know, I've seen a lot of people who are friends, or not friends, but acquaintances of mine, mm -hmm. they realize that I've started to, like, let them fall off and, like, not really caring to bring it back because I don't need your funny-ass movements in my life because I don't want nobody that I can't trust in my space and in my circle. My yeah. circle is very small for a reason. The yeah. people that I talk to on a regular basis, very limited. very limited. There's very limited information about me online. If you can find it online, let me know. Ask me a question. Most of the time, you're not going to find it online because I don't actually my post neighbor. my whole life about, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't post my whole life. You know what I'm saying? That's not something oh, I do. Oh, no. I stopped posting after a while. Yes. What's it to show you? All right. I don't. What I'm doing in my regular life, most people don't know. A lot no. of people know some of it. A lot of people know oh, bits and don't pieces know of it. Nothing. But but I, you know, I, I go for you, walks. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And, I don't think anybody's really seen me. Mm -mm. I go to work. I come back home. I go see I my family. I think Jay, you probably like the 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 most person I've seen through this whole pandemic. I probably see you the most. And I've been tested several times. Yes. I don't want that thing on my nose <laughs> not one more time. You hear me? Oh my God! I got one time last week. It was so violating. I don't want another oh. one. Like, I'm I'm really over it. Oh. But at the same time, like. I have, if I wasn't at work, mm -hmm. the only people that saw me were you and my mother. Hey, mom. And my sister, when my sister would come down. But other yes. than that, like, the people in my house see me. That's it. You see me. On occasion, I see my siblings, and that's about it. Yeah, I've seen my sister maybe once a month. Yeah. Yeah. My sister, too. I helped her wash the kids. Both my sisters. I did. I, did, uh, I was the auntie um, substitute teacher for homeschool one day. They got me too. They got me good, but that was cool. And then we went apple picking the other day, so. Yeah, my kids like I've seen my nieces and nephews. I think I've seen them all maybe once a month. I've seen them through yeah, this I whole feel thing. Like maybe I've seen them. Once I maybe. have. Um, I didn't see my mother on Mother's Day. Um, I think I, I sent my mom flowers. I sent her stuff, but I didn't actually no, go to her house. No, we had a call. I didn't go to her house. The guy I was talking to was like, "You go see your mom." I was like, "Nah, my mom is trying to social distance. Mm -hmm. Not your mom." Yeah, my mom has... He was everywhere. That's another thing. I was like, I can't talk to you no more. You be everywhere. You be out in these streets. You are for the streets, for sure. Yo. He ain't doing it. streets belong to him. You know, he can belong to the streets. I do not he want him. He belongs to the streets. We don't want it. Nah, I ain't with it. That's not my thing. I'm good. I'm saying, I'm not going to talk about it anymore, because we started this year, and I was like, I met somebody who was really cool. That's a lie. <laughs> it's not really cool. <laughs> We're not so. going to talk about that. Stupid we ain't going to talk you, about I, I, what I have found. I told I'm you. I'm actually happy. I, to, I, told <laughs> you, I told you what I thought, and I told you how we was going to handle that. And it looks like it's been being handled. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't ask questions. I just know that it's being handled. Mm -mm -mm. I know nothing. That's right. Let it be. I know nothing. I know. I know I'm at a six foot six man. That's for sure. Goodness gracious. That's it. What's He's his very, name? Is that big? He's very nice. 
He's a gentle giant. He's a big bear. Mm. Look at I think I might want him. He may or may not have a job. Nice. He don't have a job. Mm-mm-mm. He got a business. <laughs> See? I'm the business. Let me stop. Right. <laughs> you are funny. Wow. You are funny. I cracked me up. Anyway. Uh, let's see, let's see. We're going to do this again sooner than later. I think we missed yeah. a month. We missed a month. We missed October. Not that we, I think we, no. we did September. We did September. But did we, we not did, post it? We did not post it. Did we lose it? No, I have it. Yeah, we can post it. Then. Yeah, I have it. We can post, post it. Then. Post that thing. We can post it. I'll post yeah. both of them. Double. You can yeah. double your get, trouble. Y'all get two, and I'll edit, mm-hmm. you know, parts that don't make sense now because they're so far gone. You're going to have to sanitize this mic. So. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? Part of that conversation is relevant, and I probably need to listen to that podcast because I still have an issue with forgiveness. We were talking about forgiveness then, yeah, but I'm in a different space that's with what forgiveness. It was about. Right, 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 right. And I still have a problem with forgiveness. I just am not on that forgive and forget train. I am just on that fuck I'm you. Not, I'm not, I've never been on the forgive and forget. I'm not. I've never. And, and, and what I know is, is that, like is I what said, I know. What, I, yeah, what I know is I can forgive you. And I don't have to forget, but what I do know is I know when I need to recognize that I need to put space in our relationship. There we go. And I will love you from afar, or I, I will love, I love you to you. an extent, or I will love you, um, I'll love you fully and wholly, but not have to be in your space. Um, and that's something that I had to recognize with a couple of, like, friendships, like, that yeah. really hit me hard, like, in my early 20s, that I had to realize that people who are who they are, and there's nothing you can do about oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I can love you from far away, and I can still care what happens to you, but I know that I can't have you in my space. I don't and even know if I can do all of that. that is I might care. There's some people There's some people I definitely know that we did not have friendships, that what we had was not a friendship at all. Um, so that's dead. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about what happens to you, but I, what I give a fuck about is how I moved and how I what I learned from mm-hmm. that situation. The other people... I'm going to have to love you from a distance. I'm going to have to keep you far away. I feel like I'm kind of like allergic if I touch you. So <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. Y'all move funny style. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't do funny movement. I don't, I don't do that. You know, I and I've, I've, I've come out of a couple situations most recently where people were moving funny for me, and I was like, yep, I'm good. And you know what I'm saying? I I'm always myself. I'm always myself. Always. I'm genuinely a kind and nice and caring person until you fuck me over. And then the Scorpio rising comes out. And then that's it. I, I yeah. <laughs> like for me, I'm 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 the I like the way I move. I like how I move. Yeah. And I think that I have always been myself authentically. People are always taken aback by the fact that I'm so quiet. Yeah. Um <laughs> that's <in> funny. <laughs> I don't understand why people are taken aback by it. And then when I do speak, it's like uh, it's weird for people to hear they me speak. They are uncomfortable with how comfortable you are with yourself. Yes. Because I, I ain't for the average, okay? No, and that's fine. Um, and I know I'm some pressure. Just know. I ain't never said I, I was for y'all. I said I was for me. Right. And, <laughs> and that's the thing. And like I, I was talking to a friend of mine a co- like a couple weeks ago, maybe about a couple months ago actually at this point. And she and I were talking, and she was like, you have always been you, yeah. regardless of who is around. Yep. You I have ain't changed, always not to me. Right. <laughs> so I've just always been the same. It's not, right. and, and, and not to say that I haven't made changes well, in no, my life. definitely grown. But I think my... But your essence? Yes. I, I am genuinely board, myself. Same. Mm-hmm. And she was like, and that's the thing that makes me know that you are somebody I can trust because you ain't never moved funny. You ain't never done you been consistent. And that has been, when I posted something like the beginning of the year, um, 
that I basically said, what's one word that describes me? And literally 80 to 90% of the people that responded, the word consistency was their word. And I was like, huh. I said, I guess I'm doing something right. Doing and something they recognize right. that, you know, I am consistent in who I am, how I respond to things that I do. And so you don't do what I do. When someone messes up, I get angry and sometimes I lash out. You just get quiet and slink away. <laughs> and so, yeah, they don't know any different. But to them, I'm Jekyll and Hyde. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, I'm always been the same person. I've been protecting you by being this nice, actually. So <laughs> I know who I am. <laughs> and that's part of the reason why I've always been quiet is because I know that I have an anger that comes out of me at times that. Oh, you let me be the bad guy. Who, you? Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I see I see how this is right now. Oh, wow, that's funny. Because <laughs> we, are, we are pretty much the same here. I just don't have a control. I don't have control over the lash out. But the, the, the anger for me comes out because I, and it's more more of a disappointment Yeah, definitely. People, and it's not necessarily anger at the person. It's the oh, anger no, no. at the decision that yeah. you made. Um, Because it takes me a long time. It takes me, it's hard for me to be angry at a person. I'm more angry at your actions. Yeah, more definitely. More angry at your decision making. Then I'm angry like at that. myself for trusting you because usually it's because either Tasha already saw it and I already saw it, and I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna, you know, get past my intuition and see because it's rude to be rude to people that you just met, but my intuition doesn't fail, and so I'm usually upset at myself for ignoring it. Right. Like, I, and I understand that. Yeah. For me, that's that's the thing. I'm I'm angry at, I'm disappointed in people, but I'm never really angry at the person. I'm disappointed in your decisions. I'm your angry actions, at your actions, like. definitely. Yes. So for me, like when I am, when things make me angry, I tend to be quiet and don't say anything. Or mm-hmm. I'll say something to you or I'll say something to like my husband, something like that. To say, like, these things made me angry, and this is why, mm-hmm. and I process through my anger. I don't like to hold on to anger, because that bitterness is something that I don't want to hold on to or need to hold on to. I feel like I need to hold on to the reminder so that I don't get, uh, what is the word? Get I get nice enough to let you back in to do it again. Okay. Yeah. Um, And I think, for me, like, I am a person that if I am ever disappointed in you, I will give you another chance in my head, but I won't tell you I'm giving you another chance. I like, I'm an eye on you. <laughs> right? <laughs> but at the same time, start moving funny. Yeah, the chance is gone. That's it. <laughs> I don't, the, I, the second chances and third chances and things like that, like that's not something that I'm, I'm oh, you willing don't get to, to like chances. extend and then I, to Then anybody. I cut you off and people are like, oh, she moved funny. No, that was you. Right. Um, and, and and I don't want somebody to feel like they could ever walk over me because I gave them another chance and oh, give yeah, them another yeah. opportunity to to you know uh, uh violate me in that way. Oh yeah, yeah. So you know, I'm, I'm I'm very cautious you about need the me people in your corner that I bring. any other way. Otherwise, if you think that you could take advantage of me, nah, I don't, I don't do that. I don't do that. Don't take my kindness for weakness. That's what I think I get upset about because I genuinely am kind and treat people like family out of the out of my, from my heart. Like that's real. And people who see that will take advantage of it and think like they got like they're getting over. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not that. I think I get more upset when people who take advantage of that and are not reciprocal or appreciative of the kindness. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to give without expecting nothing back yet. I guess is that I don't even think, want anything back. I just want you not to shit on my parade. Right. <laughs> don't piss on me and call it rain. Ah, because I know what thing. I know what piss smell like. <laughs> right. And I, I, I like people, I like to, I'm a giver, 
because I'm a the I am a person of service, so I give and I continue to give. But I also had to recognize very early on in my life that people take advantage, and so when I give, I give it to not throw it in your face. Um, some people think that you know when you give endless that your giving is endless and they could continue to ask without there ever being a reciprocation yeah. or there ever being you know paying you back for what you gave i don't necessarily want the payback but mm-hmm. at least you know consider paying me back especially like when it comes to like money and things like that like i don't give you money just to give you money sometimes you got to pay me that shit back because i had to adjust some shit right. so that you could be okay right you know what i'm saying and right. people don't recognize that yeah, i will give you my and last dollar too. right i'll give you my last dollar but do know i'm gonna need that dollar back eventually no i don't always need it back but at, at any point in time that i feel like i need something i don't feel like there should be any static and right. I feel like I get that from people. No, I get static when I say, when people say, let me borrow, and then turn around, and when you ask for it back, they're pissed because you asked for it back. Right. Like, I don't like that funny movement shit. I don't do right. that. Um, that's not that's not a thing that I appreciate. But I also know that I have continued to give knowing people owed me and never brought it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, never. Right. People and owe me now. I almost sent them a Google Pay yesterday, but I ain't, I'm not going to get it. It's okay. Yeah, I, at this point. Chalk it up to the game. That's right. That's what it is right now. Chalk it to the I game. I'm not going to get my money. Don't come around. Listen, listen, listen. I told you, now that I have some time off, mm. <laughs> again, I'm going to go. Let me start reading the screenwriting book. Was that episode three, three episodes ago? I thought I was supposed to read the screenwriting book. Listen, <laughs> I listen. actually was going to start. Looking at some stuff, I have been. I've been looking at movies and I've been looking at scripts and watching them. What time? What time you get off today? Uh, like five forty-five. I got a four forty-five. Come back. I'm gonna come back. To come to the house. Okay. We gonna. I'm gonna. We gonna go through a whole thing. Me and you. We gonna have screenwriting class today. today. I'm so excited. Today we gonna do it today. She's gonna make me write. She's gonna make me write today, y'all. It's right. gonna happen. We gonna write. I'm gonna let you read. I'm gonna let you read, uh-huh. and then we gonna talk about what you read. Okay. And then we gonna see what you saw and how you see. Okay. All right. I I'm did it with Fame, but the script for Fame is horrible. Yeah, it's oh, terrible. But the movie is great. It was ad libs in most of the movies. A lot of ad libs. Did you recognize that? Yeah, but I couldn't tell if they had never really written a script and shared it, or if somebody had written the script down from what they read, what they saw from the screen. Or heard, it looked like it wasn't the official script that I was reading. Oh, yeah, the 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 fame movie itself was. But maybe it was maybe because it was ad libs. I didn't think it was right. Okay, so I had. It's a lot of ad libs in that it. movie. Debbie Allen talked about it. You know, in an interview, she was so like, "There's a lot though. of." She said there was so a lot good. of a lot of things in the movie that wasn't in the script, but they mm-hmm. put it in because they said it made the story make more sense. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of movies like that. Like I told you. Get a script, mm-hmm. watch the movie. The Bodyguard is probably one of the best ones that okay. you can see the differences between Fine, script man. and movie. You, I'm telling you, that's the one. Um, there's a couple of them where you script and movie, you see the differences, you see the the nuances, you see the the. Is there the a director's actors. cut uh, streaming service? That's what I need. I'm not for sure. They don't really have them on like you're not gonna find on Netflix. Yeah, like the director's cut. Like I told you, you can go on YouTube and find a lot of director's cuts. And then you can also find like on just like your DVD menu. There's a lot of director's. I don't cuts even know thing. what my DVD player is right Let's now. Let's start there. Yes, I know, girl. It's in a box in my sister's attic. I think. Yikes! Uh, All right, yo. Yes. I think we got this one out. Yes, we got it. I'm we gonna go ahead. I'm gonna edit this and the other one. We are gonna post. We are gonna do it. Um, probably tonight or tomorrow morning. Everything will be posted. Okay. Um, I got sense. time, but when you come over tonight, I'll pause and then we'll get into what we're gonna get into. And then okay. we're gonna do what we're gonna do. Yay. But the next episode, we could probably do another episode 
not gonna promise y'all like next week, but I will promise like sooner than later. Um, we could probably do next week. We probably could because you know I got time on my hands. She now. got time. <laughs> I got Tuesdays, so and Sundays maybe. Yeah, maybe Saturday night. Yeah, so we can do it. We got it. We make it work. Yeah. I don't think I'm working. I'm working Tuesday. Okay, fine. I'm working Tuesday night, but not during the day. Oh, maybe we got Tuesday. Yes. Oh, I got out of dentist on Tuesday. I ate some popcorn last week. I already had this appointment, but I cracked another tooth. Jay, (sighs) I was going hard. I was hungry. There was some kernels in that bag for sure. And they cracked your tooth. Cracked another tooth. Jeez. I got to go. Actually, this gives me time to go get my teeth pulled. Mm, that don't sound like fun at all. Yeah, my uncle's been that waiting. That don't sound like fun My uncle's been all. waiting to do it for a couple months. We can wait. So I got to get all four taken out. Nope, we don't. Mm-hmm. All four wisdom teeth. So nope. this is actually a really good time because I can do it before Thanksgiving so I can eat my so Thanksgiving meal that's the plan. in peace. That's the plan. So let me call my uncle. Call so we can uncle. get that done. Anyway, back to, you know, thank y'all for Thank you for coming to the stoop. For chilling with us. Thank you for chilling with it. us. Thank you for li- listening to us. I hope this was um insightful, informative. Entertaining, um, en- entertaining, because you know sometimes we just you know go left. But what else? We be um, going left, but I be going right sometimes. Right, right, right. We go left. Let me and tell right. you how this is. My mother just sent me some uh, some tea, some hot tea. <laughs> I love this lady. I told her the other day. I was like, you know what? You are not the mom that ever told me not to say not. not if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. I said my mom's a critic by nature, so she has definitely has taught me how to have a snappy comeback. <laughs> I appreciate you. And then she gave me the evil eye. <laughs> my mom has snappy comebacks, but she says it under her breath like nobody can hear her. And then I'd be like, I heard you. She'd be like, my mom, hush. My mom is, hush, she is the queen of the comeback and the snaps and, uh, and sarcasm. Mm-hmm. I learned from the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, people. We'll holla um, sometime, I guess, in the next week or so. We'll holla at y'all. You know, pray, meditate. Yes, please. Mind your, your business and your drink mask. your water. Find out what lane you belong in. Please find your lane. Read a Wear book. your mask on that lane until this thing goes away. Because I, I mean, if you're in your car, you only need the mask. Tire, yeah, Uber please. Or a yeah. lift, and then you need the mask. Yes, so, you know. Yes, but please find your lane. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Yeah, you know, I'm tired of this pandemic. Like, accordingly. I would like to go to New York as soon as possible, but New York would pandemic. Be dope. There's some people I want to see. I want to see my sister. It's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. It's a pandemic. I would invite you over, but ooh, it's, it's a, a pandemic. pandemic. <laughs> All right, y'all, we out. <laughs>